Welcome to the Curious Podcast, where we are constantly in the process of getting to the bottom of shit. In this episode, we will be talking about a drug you may not have heard of before, but its properties are interesting nonetheless. 2CB is a synthetic drug with psychedelic effects. It is also referred to as a psychedelic drug with visual effects and some stimulant-like properties. Stories and reports from users of the drug compare 2CB to a LSD and MDMA type of mix in terms of its effects. So I've been recently listening to a podcast called Mind Under Matter, which I love. The hosts talk about science, drugs, life, and they have really philosophical conversations at times, but it's still funny. I don't know how that will make sense. But anyway, I was listening to an episode from them the other day, and one of the hosts, Sean, no, sorry, Shane, has actually tried 2CB a few times, And he also said it's like a mix between LSD and MDMA, which I found super interesting and is probably one of the reasons I also decided to make an episode about 2CB. So Sean said when he's on 2CB, he gets that lovey-dovey feeling and warmth that MDMA usually gives you. And then combined with that, he also gets the psychedelic trippy kind of effects that LSD give you, but it's not as strong as if you just did LSD. So it's less trippy and dialed back, but more like, yeah, everything is so profound. 2CB was first synthesized by American chemist Alexander Shulgin in 1974, and his findings were reported in his 1991 book titled PCAL. The book contains 179 different psychedelic compounds, most of which Shulgin discovered himself, including detailed synthesis instructions to make drugs dosages and so on. There is no current data for the lethal dosage of 2CB, but it's thought to be extremely high. Alexander Shulgin reported in his book PCAL that an accidental dosage of 100 milligrams resulted in no physical or psychological damage. So since the invention of 2CB, which is 1974, nobody has ever accidentally or deliberately experienced a fatal overdose with this substance, meaning it clearly is relatively safe, but obviously there hasn't been enough clinical studies assessing its safety in any scientific context. Following the discovery of 2CB, there was some reported use of the drug by psychotherapists in the 1970s, which was followed by a breakthrough of use into the recreational drug scene in the 70s and 80s. 2CB had a pretty short-lived history and was marketed as an aphrodisiac in shops around America and the Netherlands before being classified as illegal in several countries including the UK in the 90s. There goes the UK being super uncool again. In recent years, 2CB has increased in popularity in sales over the dark net and is popular in the rave and festival scene. 2CB is typically found as a powder pill or in capsule form. These are typically taken orally and the standard oral dose is between 15 to 25 milligrams. 2CB can also be snorted, although this carries increased risk because the dosage required to achieve active effects is much lower than an oral dose. There's also stories from people experiencing pain when snorting 2CB. 
to be honest i would never snort any drug i'm taking that shit orally because snorting something would make me feel like a whole drug addict sorry if you snort your drugs but yeah not for me it's also advised by people that have tried basically saying don't snort 2cb so there you have it stick to snorting cocaine or something there is limited research into the mechanisms of action of 2cb in the human brain and body it typically takes between 45 to 75 minutes to kick in after oral consumption after that follows a come up period with a duration of 15 to 30 minutes which can include feelings of anticipation and anxiety as well as bodily sensations including tingling and pins and needles. So reading some of the descriptions of 2CB, well the feeling of 2CB, it kind of reminds me of if you've ever tried MDMA, it sounds like the same come up. The only difference is with MDMA, when you have that come up feeling, you feel anticipation but also a bit of a sickly feeling in your stomach, like you're going to be sick but then you actually don't get sick then that sickly feeling subsides and then you get that warm fuzzy feeling and everything around you is great and perfect and you're basically just bursting with love there are anecdotal reports of the effects of 2cb which are pretty hard to find but people have documented their experiences uk-based site thetab.com still has a post from eight years ago from someone who tried 2cb before going on a night out and it is still the most read post on the site I can't seem to find the name of the original poster, so they may have opted to stay anonymous, but I'll read some of their experiences. Quote, The influences of the drug increased. Colours began to penetrate my mind, and the music flowed through me in waves of elation. I had to dance. Inside the dance floor was packed. I quickly located my friend and danced. I felt like I was floating. I shuddered as people brushed past me like a thousand orgasms running through me all at once. I looked around, my mind took in my surroundings as if I was sober, yet I couldn't be. I was in a dream state floating on satisfaction. The music was crystal clear. The trip was set to last four hours. As the DJ played his last few songs, I felt the 2CB's final effects. I was brought back to earth gradually as my mind sobered. I felt no fear on this chemical. I didn't see the devil. I certainly never considered suicide. What I did see was all the beauty life could offer." Recent observational studies have also provided great insight into the emotional and pharmacological effects of 2CB. The effects of 2CB are heavily dose-dependent and typically include enhanced mood and feelings of euphoria, laughter, visual and auditory alterations and hallucinations, enhanced energy, sexual arousal slash enhanced libido, and nausea or vomiting. There are also other effects that reportedly kick in as the acceleration of thought, time distortion, conceptual thinking, connectivity of thought, enhancement of current mind state, removal of cultural filter, ego suppression, ego loss, or ego death. So I know I read out a bunch of different effects and it doesn't mean you'll feel all those things but what I was told before I tried psychedelics and what I want to pass on now is it really depends on who you are and by that I really mean where you're at in life in terms of your mental health and 
how things are going for you currently because that can really play a huge role in how a drug with psychedelic properties will affect you. So before I tried LSD, I was super shook because for some reason, the common misconception people have is, oh my God, what if I lose my mind and go crazy? Or what if the trip never ends and somehow I'm tripping forever and never get back to normal and I'm never myself again? To be honest, afterwards, you probably will never be yourself again but in a good way because that experience will change something in you forever. Also, I am in no way an expert, but I always try to listen to the advice of people I think are more knowledgeable than me in this field. And the most common advice that's given to me is make sure you're in a good place in life, as in make sure you actually like yourself and make sure you're generally positive. I've heard so many stories of people having ego deaths I was told by someone very close to me that his friend tried LSD for the first time. The guy was very emo and not the fake emo that kids are doing online these days. He was generally someone that was quite low in spirit. So when he tried LSD, he experienced ego death and completely lost his sense of self during that trip. So the experience was obviously very terrifying for him. I'm not saying that would happen to every single person who isn't necessarily sure of themselves. But ego death is not something to be afraid of. The friend is doing amazing now and he changed a lot because in that moment he disconnected from himself. Something in his psyche shifted. Normally these kind of drugs confront you with shit inside you that you may have even forgotten was there. That's why people always say you need a good mindset to have a good experience. Hearing stories like that are the reason doctors are pushing and pushing on being able to give patients suffering with mental health psychedelic therapy. It's just weird that governments won't budge fast enough on allowing psychedelic therapy, but are happy for Big Pharma to produce antidepressant drugs, which have horrible side effects by the way, including making people feel numb and not themselves, which is why a lot of people don't even take their meds, or sometimes it just doesn't even work for them. But money talks, I guess, and that's probably why psychedelics are so heavily policed. If people are able to get better in terms of their mental health just by trying some psychedelics, it would ultimately put pharmaceuticals out of business because nobody would need them in terms of mental health at least. The headspace of 2CB is described by many as one which is both insightful and relatively normal in its thought processes, even at moderate to high dosages, so again, it's got that LSD effect in the sense that everything is deep and meaningful to you, but you can also be in a crowd, in public, or even do some errands and be fine. So 2CB brings out introspection, which is manifested more so in non-social settings. So being at home or maybe with one other person will give you that deep vibe if that's what you're looking for. Other components include increased empathy, love and sociability. And these are a little weaker and less sharp compared to MDMA, but are still stronger and more consistent than other psychedelics of any class. On psychonauticwiki.org, which is basically like an open encyclopedia of psychonautic users who share their experiences in a science report type of style. I looked around and found some experiences about 2CB and one account reads, quote, 12.40am, I started to feel the effects kick in. My pupils dilated and my hands started getting clammy. 1.15am, this was when the effects started to get really apparent. The body load was getting more intense. The colours started to brighten up. 
and I had traces whenever I quickly looked at something. I was very clear-headed and stimulated at that point, so I listened to some ambient music. The music sounded fantastic and synergized very well with my thoughts and visuals. 1.30am, I then walked around in the apartment and through the other rooms which was really interesting. One of my roommates has a huge wooden cupboard that had a few brown spots on it which looked like aliens to me. I was a little bit terrified because I had never recognised these alien faces before even though I had seen the cupboard multiple times. Luckily, I was rational and lucid enough to understand that the drug was making me see these faces and it's actually no big deal. After that, I went to my bed and looked at all the beautiful visuals and twists and twirls. 2am. I think this was the peak of the experience and I remember being very euphoric and pleased with the experience, mainly because my first time tripping alone was really cool thus far and all my worries that something could go wrong disappeared. 2CB is a very lovely psychedelic and was awesome for my first time alone but somehow I really wanted to go deeper. As I was laying in my bed, I started to fantasize about how I wanted to connect to higher extraterrestrial beings and how to explore the unknown. I was thinking about smoking DMT because I had some lying around, but I knew that this was probably a stupid idea because I've never smoked it before and I didn't even know how to do it. 4am, the 2CB calm down was very enjoyable because the effects faded very gently and the after effects were pretty soothing. I was really excited for the next day and had no problem falling asleep that night." End quote. Currently, 2CB is considered to be a Class A Schedule 1 drug in the UK, of course. So it's illegal to possess, supply and produce, which is another reason I'm going to end up leaving this country because everything is literally illegal in the UK. They still haven't decriminalised weed, guys. Harmless weed. But I digress. As 2CB is Class A status, it carries a maximum sentence of 7 years imprisonment and a fine, possession with intent to supply, trafficking offences and production of Class A drugs carry a maximum sentence of life imprisonment and a fine. These people really don't want us to experience any form of healing or transcendence on our own through the positive effects of these substances, otherwise the penalties wouldn't be so harsh. They don't want you to be enlightened and that's why authorities seem to look the other way when people are dying of crack and heroin. I really don't see them coming as hard for these drugs, but then again, I haven't done deep enough research on that. And of course, I have to mention that the nature of a 2CB trip can be emotionally challenging for some people, inducing states of anxiety and paranoia, similar to all psychedelics. The psychological risks can be minimised by ensuring that both your mindset is stable and well prepared and that the environment is comfortable and safe. So if you're interested or are already making plans to try some things, be safe, be well read and happy tripping. Thanks for listening, I really appreciate it. If you're into the strange, morbid or curious, I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe, stay curious for real.